Well, this is a super duper special edition of Juan Epstein. I'd say the most special we've ever done. We have just the reason that we're able to enjoy the music that we enjoy today in hip hop and all over uh, pop music. We have the legendary Quincy Jones. Oh, on Juan Epstein. Ow, Ow, indeed. How are you, sir? How are you, man? Thank you. No, thank. Uh, Thanks for coming in, man. See you doing. Um, you have an album out, right? Or it's coming yes, out tomorrow? Absolutely. Soul Basso Nostra. So it's like all like some of your classic songs, like remade and yes, stuff? Yes, and it that started you six years ago. Timberland said, we'd like to do the hip-hop community, like to do a tribute to all of your songs. And mm. I've never experienced anything like that. And it's one of the greatest uh, experiences ever because everybody just lined up and they picked their songs, Jamie Foxx, T.I., B.O.B., Red yeah. One. Snoop, everybody's from Snoop Dogg to Amy Winehouse. Wow. It's <laughs> a serious uh, lineup, you know. I'm, I, I, it's like, do you Chris, know the effect you have on people, like especially from our generation, or do you just do your music and you I don't, don't pay attention? I don't think about it, man. I just, I just like to feel good and hope somebody else feels good. Damn. Because we feel great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that makes me feel good. Yeah. I, I, I want to thank you personally for um, 100 Ways actually thank you 100 ways Scythe. what's that james ingram off of the was dude, he good off Compliment of the dude album he does james he ingram yes. was he good yes he was good okay he was good it was a good one But yeah, there's just so much. Like, do you, have you? I know you. You've incorporated hip hop a bunch of times. But uh, have were you always? Did you always appreciate hip hop from the early stages? Uh, look, I appreciate that. There's 12 notes. I've I See, I, I did it a different way. We came up another school six years ago, and there's only 12 notes until God comes up with 13. My teacher said, learn what everybody did with them. And so I don't care what kind of music it is. Mm. It's all the same to me. It's all, like, I put my heart in it. Ray Charles and I were kids together, 14 and 16. We played everything from Sousa to Davey to Rhythm and Blues, Bebop, everything. And uh, I'll never regret it. Never. 
Now, one so of, it's whatever music. Music catches me off guard. Symphonic music, whatever. Now, one of my favorite songs is PYT by Michael Jackson. And you recently redid the song with Robin Thicke and T-Pain. That's right. Now, why T-Pain on, on the PYT track and Robin Thicke? How did you guys pair them together? Because well, T-Pain, I like T-Pain. You know, and, and everybody gets all the, the messed up about it, the, the auto-tune. And I, I've been watching uh, new technology come in since I started with 78 records, you know. Hmm. 78 mono records are only three minutes aside. And I, I always kid people and say, I've gone from this, 78 this, to digital dats. <laughs> and seen all of the transitions. We were the guinea pigs for all of the synthesizers. We had the first Fender bass in 1953. Didn't have the, really? She didn't have the Fender <laughs> bass to be no rock and roll or Motown. True. We changed music because it's an electric rhythm section. Yeah. And the first synthesizer on Ironside. That's the first one any time anybody heard of it. So you think it's inherently part of developing yeah, music? It's a part to... of, the, of, the, of the vocabulary. It is. Everything is. It doesn't replace That's it. That's good. You're very open-minded. Huh? Yeah. Very open-minded. That's right, man. And then, so we used to do things like we had an ARP, string ARP, you know, which was like a synthesized strings. Mm-hmm. And the ear loves ear candy. And, and so you'd use the synthesized strings. And then in the second eight bars, I'd have a very subtle introduction of, of 10 real strings and mutes, you know, and the ear loves that. It's yeah. a journey that the ear loves, you know, to hear changes, subtle changes like that. It doesn't make them sound like you're saving money, you know, <laughs> one issue for, for 20. And it's, uh, it's sonic, that's all. And uh, my core skill is orchestration and composing and arranging. That's what I've done since I was 13, you know. Is there, is there a skill in music you don't have that you always wished you were you were able to have. Don't have what do you mean? Like you, you. I know your skills were you know producing, orchestrating, composing music. Was there ever something you wanted to contribute to making music that was actually? Because we know you have such a varied skill set. Was there one skill you did not have that you wanted to have? Like, can you sing? Everything. Did you want to well, ever want to sing and you can't? Sing? You were about singing on the. We were kids. I sang, but after you worked with. With, with, with Ray Charles and Frank Sinatra and Michael, you don't sing anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm not crazy. <laughs> when we were sang, so when we were kids, we sang every night, you know, 14, 15, in the clubs in Seattle. But uh, I'm not crazy, you know, not when you play with, work with artists of that uh, stature, you don't, you know, embarrass yourself, you know. Well, I know, I know you're about to go in. Marvin Gaye, give ask. me a break. <laughs> I just, I'm a huge, huge, huge Frank Sinatra fan. So just, if you could just tell me anything about working with him back in the days. Well, like. his daughter left, the, he left me this ring. This is his ring he wore for years. No. Yep. And Get out of here. And his family crest from Sicily. Yeah, I never take it off. Wow. He wore it every night. You might want to rub that for some luck. And when I go to Sicily, <laughs> I don't even need a passport. <laughs> You don't? <laughs> no. It's a rough cat, so that man. Yeah, for real. But, I, you know. He, he, well, when he, did you work this with man, Frank? This man is, uh, was amazing because he had no gray. He either was the best friend you could ask for or he would roll over you in a Mack truck in reverse. Nothing in the middle. No middle. And he was the greatest friend I could ever ask for. He sent me a check when my son was born, QD3. And uh, Mia Farrell was in London. I was doing an Italian job over there. When I got back... This is the first letter on a whole pile of music from the Academy. And it said, Dear 
chew three. Let Uncle Frank welcome you to the world with a college education, mm. knowing you'll make it a far better world than the one we messed up and get, had a bond for his whole college education. Wow. That's I love that of, guy. That's, that's the kind of guy he is, man. So, I'd, I'd be in a hotel on uh, writing music uh, for him on, on Thanksgiving. What the hell are you doing in a hotel, man? I'm coming to get you to bring you to the house to eat. You shouldn't be able to write him. I mean, that's that's who he was. So, but what did you do? You, you composed his music? I, I arranged his music and conducted for him. I did my first one. At first, I was in Paris and uh, with a musical director of a record company. And they came in one day and they said, Grace Kelly just called from, uh, Mon- office called from Monaco. Frank wants you to bring fi- your 55 musicians down on train to, to play Monaco? with them, to play him to Monaco, wow. the sporting club. <laughs> and we played with him there and only six words went by. And then four years later, that was 1958, he called me from uh, Kauai and Hawaii and said, hey Q. That's the first time anybody ever called me that. <laughs> he says, I heard Bart Howard's uh, in other words, which is da 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 the waltz. Mm. He says, and I heard you, the one you did for Basie, which is da, that's the way I like to do it. Would you consider doing a record with me and Basie? I said, man, is a Pope a Catholic? Thank you. Here's an awfully pretty folk song. When I was 17 It was a very good year It was a very good year For small town girls And soft summer nights We'd hide from the lights On the village green when I was 17 When I was 21 It was a very good year It was a very good year For city girls Who lived up the stairs With all that perfumed hair And it came undone When I was 21 Then I was 35 It was a very good year It was a very good year For blue-blooded girls Of independent means We'd ride in limousines Their chauffeurs would drive when I was 35 
But now the days grow short I'm in the autumn of the year And now I think of my life As vintage wine from fine old kegs From the brim to the dregs And it poured sweet and clear It was a very good year It was a mess of good years. Because I've been waiting for that call all my life. <laughs> you don't call Frank Sinatra and say, I'd like to work with you. Right. It doesn't work like that. And, Damn. Uh, I, I feel blessed that every my, book, yeah, every book I ever read on Frank Sinatra, you're heavily mentioned in all of them. Well, you know, it, 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 something you could never plan. When I, I got him, mean, I wanted to be a gangster till I was uh, eleven. I did. <laughs> we I all. Came, I came to, I came to Chicago. My father was a carpenter for the Jones Boys. All I saw were dead bodies, machine guns every day. Thirties in Chicago. Chicago don't play, man. I got a switchblade in my hand at seven to prove it. Damn. <laughs> I ice pick in my temple, man. They don't play. Mm. And uh, I, I found a piano where we broke into an armory out in in, in Burnton. And from that moment, I knew that's what I'd do the rest of my life, you know. Music. And uh, uh, I, I was blessed to work with every major artist from Billie Holiday to Cab Calloway to Ella to Sarah, Louis Armstrong, Duke Basie, Ray Charles, Aretha. Frank Sinatra, Paul Simon, Michael Jackson, and I don't know how it happened. What Do you is, have a favorite? Huh? Do you have a favorite? That's like asking my favorite child. No, no way. They were all so individual and so original. I, I couldn't have a favorite. I love all of them. Ellen, Sarah, how do you pick between the oh, two of them? What'd you, Nina Simone. What'd you do with, um, with Paul Simon? Paul Simon? Something So Right? <laughs> remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Something goes right, or oh, it's likely to lose me. 
It's apt to confuse me It's such an unusual sight Oh, I can't I can't get used to something so right Something so right They got a wall in China It's a thousand miles long To keep out the foreigners They made it strong And I got a wall around me That you can't even see It took a little time To get next to me Something goes wrong I'm the first to admit it I'm the first to admit it The last one to know When something goes right Oh, it's likely to lose me It's apt to confuse me Because it's such an unusual sight Oh, I swear I can't get used to something so Something so right Some people never say the words I love you It's not their style To be so bold Some people never say those words I love you But like a child They're longing to want to know when something goes right or it's likely to lose me it's apt to confuse me because it's such an unusual sight I swear I can't I can't get used to something so right something so right This. And it's, uh, I'm going to do an album. I'm doing an album now with Sony Bennett and Stevie Wonder. Remember that? I, I, I remember that one as well. I wrote that in 20 minutes. 20 minutes? <laughs> 20 minutes is nothing. Sold Bossanova too. <laughs> are there any um Are there any records of yours that were sampled um where you ended up really appreciating the uh, the song that the, the hip hop record that sampled it? A whole it? lot of them. Uh, Tupac's biggest record. How do you want it? His body here. Rising, 
I used to get 36 samples a week. Uh, uh, number one spot is uh, is uh, Soul Bossa Nova. Yeah. He got a view. Of course, that's uh, all. Ludacris got a, a thing for it. Kanye West had one. LL Cool. How about you know. this one? What? You like, do you like this one? I'm in the city. We got a lot of them on that. Yeah, you got, this is uh, the, the Far Side's Passing Me By. When I was younger and I was first started DJing, these records 
meant the world to me. But then when I found the samples where they came from, it opens your eyes up so much more. Like to hear the whole musical composition. It's a very, very, very honored though to have, have have them pay attention because I felt the same way about them. I go all the way back to the last sports, you know, yeah. and uh, the the Watts Prophets, and uh, when it, I saw the whole evolution coming and Sugar Hill Gang and all of that stuff, you know, and uh, it was always look to me my passion for thirty five years I've been studying from gospel to blues to jazz to bebop to uh, uh, doo-wop to hip-hop. It's all the same stuff. It's sociological. It came from my lifestyle. Yeah. You know? And I, I, I it, it hurts me that we're the only music, only country in the world without a minister of culture. The mm. only country. Wow. Really? The Isn't... only country without a minister of culture. And we, our music is imitated more than any music in yeah. the world. Everywhere in the Arguably planet. the most important music there is in the world comes from the United States. Yeah. And, and I was in it? England when I saw uh, Mick Jagger put the Rolling Stones together, Paul McCartney, all before the English invasion, you know, all of that stuff. And, and you know, Brazil and Cuba, who are the greatest music in the world. It's Africa, it's Angola and Cuba, Brazil and uh, Yoruba and, and uh, Cuba. And it's also mixed heavily with Cuba, Yoruba, and Cantiera, the Buru, mm-hmm. like the Mukumba in Brazil, you know, and the Figuera and all that. How did you first? How did you first 
uh, kind of fall in love with Brazil? How did the Brazil stuff start? We went down there with Dizzy Gillespie on the State Department tour by Adam Clayton Powell. I put the band together for Dizzy. And we went to the Middle East first. We went to Iran, Abadan, and Aleppo, Damascus, Karachi, Beirut. Damn. But that's where I spoke Turkish, learned how to speak Turkish. Oh, really? That's where you speak? Yeah, I learned how to speak all those languages. And the best thing that ever happened to me, and that's what I advise to all young people, is uh, before we went over to Lionel Hampton, I played with Lionel Hampton when I was 19, played trumpet. And Ben Webster said, young blood, step into my office, I want to pull you a coat. You know, half of the slang in hip-hop came from us. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, Leslie Young was calling Basie Homeboy 80 years ago. 80. And Cribs, man. And cool, all of that, that's bebop. That's why I connected all the time. Because the, the rappers are so cool. And, uh, you know, Melly Mel never did pimp the hood. Did he? The White Lines, the message. He never, he never pimped the hood. He was a real gangster, man. Right. And he came out and he saw God out of, after Rikers Island. And he's a beautiful man. Kumo the Cats, man. You know, it's, that's why I, I don't separate music, you know. And I, the greatest gift I ever got in my life after my first television production when I produced Duke Ellington special uh, for CBS, you know, Duke, We Love You Madly. And afterwards, he, he died a year later, and that was my idol, along with Basie. He gave me a picture and said, may you be the one to help to decategorize American music. Wow. It's all the same thing now. It is. It's all connected. And we and, and Americans better learn that because everybody in the world knows it. In Russia they know, Rimsky Korsakov and Stravinsky, but they know our music. In Germany, France, if it wasn't for France we wouldn't have jazz. In slavery and in Paris, you know. And so uh I my my bottom line is I want to see more young people travel. You got to go to know. Yep. You got to go, and twelve percent of Americans have passports. Only six percent use them. Wow. And they don't know anything about the rest of the world, man. What's that's some the stuff going on in China that would blow your well, mind. Isn't man. isn't that always one of the things that baffles my boggles my mind when I meet um, underprivileged kids and I realize how little. They even when they're in a world, let's say a violent world, where everything that happens and someone stepping on your sneaker is a big deal and uh, turf is a big deal, they haven't had the privilege of getting to see how much bigger the whole picture but, is. Where do you think I came from, Buckingham Palace, man? Well, I know outside of Chicago, exactly. Break, man. I saw a dead body every day, but I I was so curious. It doesn't matter how much money you got. Go over there with a backpack, man. Sleep out in the fields, you know. So you can get around and see what's happening in the world because it's amazing what's in Brazil and Abu Dhabi, you know, Dubai or whatever, Soweto. I've been with Mandela 40 years or Kigali where the genocides were, mm. you know, to all over China. And it's so important, man, because learn the languages. And Ben Webster said to me, Young Blood, eat the music, uh, eat the food that people eat, real people eat, the feijoada in Brazil. Uh, listen. <laughs> to the music they listen to and learn 30 or 40 words in every language. And so I, I've, I've got a few words in about 18 languages. Wow. I'm studying Mandarin now. Ni hao. What a gama. I heard man- Mandarin. What does that mean? Huh? It says, no. how are you, my brother? Uh, thank you very much. You know? Mandarin's a tough one. She ni. Look to her. She ni. Wow. And it's fantastic because when you walk in somebody's world, 
and 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 you speak one word of their language, you'd be surprised what how what the door it opens, and then they invite you in. They teach you more words, and they you are put showing love for their culture, and not saying. In France, how come nobody over here speaks English? Because it's France, Turkey. People <laughs> to speak French. Parlons français. Parlez-vous français? Tu parles français? Oui. Wow. Wow. Oui. C'est formidable, ça. I wish I knew more. <laughs> no, that's great. It's no, but it's true. The doors that. Important, man. Now, with communications the way it is, now, uh, the man that created all of this stuff, uh, the. The uh, uh, Mac 1, Mac 2, uh, Alan Kay is my best friend for 35 years. He told me about the internet 30 years ago, and I thought he was smoking Kool-Aid. <laughs> everywhere you go in the world, Shanghai, Shenzhen, Xi'an, Hong Kong, everywhere in the world, everybody has two cell phones and a laptop. Mm. Everywhere on the planet, you know? And I, could, I, I thought he was crazy, and he's not. And he is also the one who told Steve Jobs the iPad. He was at my house the day before yesterday. He told Steve Jobs, he says, you make the iPad five inches by seven inches and you're in the world. You know that's he's next, a, right? He's a genius. He's, a, he's the Einstein. And that has to be the way it goes. He's right. A genius. Now, speaking of technology, there's a lot of controversy with this Michael Jackson track that's out now, the breaking news that just dropped today. And of course, I need your expert ears to let me know if you think this is Michael Jackson or not. Honey, I just listened to it. You did? When you stack somebody's voices 20 times, you can't tell who it is. So it's does it sound, you don't it's, think it's, it's him? Not, or? It's stacked. You know, they do one voice, then they double it, then they double it, and they double it, and they double it, and double it. You can't tell. You cannot tell. Hmm. And that's coming, if Quincy can't tell. If that, if that, no, no, you can't. It's because there's too many stacks on it. Yeah. And the stacks are not all really just like the original. You know, well, like I said, there's one track in the background that you can hear where it does sound like him, where it's not stacked. It's a single. You can hear him for a second. It sounds, but otherwise it seems hard to. Can we hear the tell. verse? Oh, we, we have Quincy Jones here. Let me hear. It. Yeah, all right, playing the verse. Playing the verse. And it's Sounds a little odd. I don't know. I don't know. It's Justin Timberlake. And not uh, everybody can imitate Michael, <laughs> but it tries to imitate him. You know what I mean? And so when you hear an isolated thing like that, I can't tell. If I had a chance to really dig into it, I could figure it out. You know. Last thing to ask you before we let Quincy Jones go. Um, I know there's so many things to ask about Michael, but um, when you uh, when you look back on the on your time that you spent with him and the stuff you guys created, what is just what's the what would be the epitome of a Michael moment that you had with him that uh, epitomized made him special? There's no such thing. We started with the Wiz. I met him at 12 first at Simon Davis's house. You can't win? Of course. And uh, when we got together for the Wiz, we had to pre-record. He said, are we going to be on, on, on Epic, you know, maybe you could find, help me find a producer. I said, Michael, I don't even want to hear about that. You don't even have a song to sing outside of Ezo Down the Road with Diana. I got to get a song for you in this because... You have to be very careful about the pre-record on a, on a musical because what everything you record is what they shoot to, and that's what the picture mm -hmm. is. And 9-11 happened at the same place we shot Emerald City, the tra World Trade Center, oh, where we World did Trade? gold and all that stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. all of the, the, that was Emerald City. And I played with my, the, with the world with Michael Jackson at, at uh, Madison Square Garden the night before. 
Wait, where oh, you shot the Wiz? That's what we Emerald shot. Emerald was at World Trade Center. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Look at look at the picture. There's one shot of me on a gold piano and all those yeah. people on top. You see the archways. Like the color is gold. The archways. Don't, all of them purple. Purple, gold, yellow, green. 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 Wow. Green, the green and and red. That's and crazy. Gold. That's amazing. And you see the archways back there. That's all that's left. Wow. Unbelievable. It freaked me out. I was in New York when it happened, 40 blocks away. Because mm. Michael was playing that week, right? So that, that yeah, was... he played the Friday, the Friday, Friday, Saturday and the Monday. And we did We Are the World at the Madison Square Garden. All right, well, listen, we're getting waved off to let you go, but uh, what an honor. Thank you so much, Mr. Jones. Thank you, man. You guys are so gracious, man. Oh, come on. You. You're the greatest. You're the greatest. What an honor. Thank you. Thank you. This guy's good. He's pretty good. You should keep this doing what you're good. doing, man. I think this I'm guy's trying, pretty good. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm just getting started.